Oh yeah, straight up Tennessee. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Ruck in the building today on this Sunday afternoon. Hope everybody's had a great week. Uh, hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving as well, man. It is a big week for me and my household. I'll let you know all about that uh, later on in the show here in a few minutes. But man, today is all about Tennessee, man. Tennessee Vandy. Tennessee handled them. Great game. Where the frick has that been all year? Like, where has that been? Where has that offense been? Where has that Joe Milton been? Like, we, where has that been? That's the biggest question for me. Uh, I want to know where that has been because obviously it's not been uh, where we've seen it. And they showed that they can. And uh, that's crazy. What a game from Joe Milton, man. He went absolutely bananas yesterday. Tennessee basketball heading to Chapel Hill on Wednesday, man, to play the North Carolina Tower Hills on the hardwood. Can't wait to talk about that a little bit later in the show. But to start the show, man, here in just a second, we're going to start it this way. Dylan Sampson has kind of been, you know, putting little things out there throughout the season. But today I think he made his biggest mark on what potentially might be his next move here as a collegiate athlete, potentially not at Tennessee any longer. It's your boy Rucking the Builder, man. Welcome to Straight Up Tennessee. This is the next day, Vandy Week Show. Tap in today, wherever you're watching. Let's get it. Yo, straight up Tennessee family, what's good? It's your boy Ruck in the building today on this Sunday, man. Thank you for whoever is tuned in today live on YouTube and Facebook today, man. Thank you guys so much for tapping in with us today, man. It's going to be a great show. We're going to sit here and we're going to talk today, man. We're just going to have a good time together, man. Go ahead and fill a chat up with all the comments, questions, concerns. Um, but everybody listening today on Apple and Spotify, we're glad you're listening there as well. Uh, continue to rate this thing five stars, man, and let people know why they need to be listening to Straight Up Tennessee, baby. If you're on YouTube, man, like, comment, subscribe. Hit that bell notification right now. Join the channel, man. 99 cents, bro. You don't even know it's coming out. You don't even know, bro. Just hop on. Go ahead and join the channel. We're going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. More content for you, man. It's basketball season now. Tennessee awaits uh, after championship weekend. Um, to see, you know, where we fall in the bowl category category. It looks a lot like right now, Tennessee's gonna probably be playing North Carolina in the Gator Bowl. That's what it looks like to me. Uh, I don't know if that's a hundred percent true. That might change. So uh don't hold me to it. But I do think Tennessee's going to the Gator Bowl and they're gonna be playing the North Carolina Tar Heels there as well. So man, hope everybody had a great day today. Uh, man, mine has been busy getting home just a little bit ago, ate some lunch and 
now we're in this thing, man. We're going to talk about Tennessee uh, and, and what we can, you know, kind of expect moving forward for this roster. Um, the, the biggest news, let's, let's start it this way. Um, and then I'm going to get to the chat here in a minute. But the, the biggest news, I think, is the the uncertainty of what's going to happen here in the transfer portal with a lot of our guys. You know, how many guys are looking forward to transitioning? How many guys are not? How many guys are staying? You know, you know, it's a lot of that that you always have to deal with now because the portal has made that an emphasis every single year. Today, uh, literally a little over an hour ago, you know, I'm just going through the page, you know, clicking on stories, reading, and I see Dylan Sampson post a picture of a Tennessee, him in a Tennessee jersey. He looks kind of sad. And he has the Drake song, Just Hold On, We're Going Home, uh, posted there. And, you know, he's been posting a lot of little things throughout the year that, you know, the cage, the caged cheetah that he posted and, and just a little a lot of little things like that throughout the year that have kind of hinted that he was frustrated or, or hinted that, you know, he's not happy with how things are going. And, um, you know. Previously, Dylan has had in his Instagram bio, God first, Louisiana made, and it's had Vol football running back. Well, now the God, fo- the, 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 the Vol football running back has been removed from his page. Um, if you haven't seen what I'm telling you about, here, here's just a quick little a, a quick little glimpse of what I'm talking about when he posted that just hold on, we're going home piece. If you look at his story. Right here. So you can see that right there. Uh, looks a little distraught. And he's playing Just Hold On, We're Going Home by Drake. And uh, I don't know what to think about it. I, I mean, had some folks in the Discord. You know, I had some folks in the Discord earlier. Where you can be in the Discord as well, man. Just tap in with us. 99 cents a month. You can hop in there. We talk all the time, man. Tennessee sports, athletics, everything. Uh, just checking in with each other now. It's become a, a small family kind of kind of uh, family text in the Discord channel. But I hit them up and my man Jeff said, uh, you know, I hope this is not true, but it's hard to be upset when Every time he touched the ball, he did some things that were dynamic. And, you know, I think that that is very true. Um, I, I think this year with Tennessee is that you did. You had three really, really great running backs. And, you know, with the three, you knew that the carries would not be as even as we thought. And at times, Samson didn't play a down. You know, he didn't touch the football. And I, you, you, you see that side of it. But then you look at the future, and it's kind of hard for me to say, Dylan Samson, bro, like, don't do this right now. You know what I'm saying? And, and you, you don't just – when you're frustrated or when you're angry, you make rash decisions. You make decisions that – you know, you would never make when you are feeling good or feeling happy or feel, filled with joy. Like you start to make rash decisions when you begin to do that. And I'm hoping that this is just another one of those things that, hey, it kind of blows over. And, you know, we get to work because Dylan Sampson was a leader on this football team. I mean, he's on a leadership council. And then to just transfer, that's just kind of 
It's kind of wild to me. Um, unless there's something going on that's extra that we just don't know of. That's a little that's a little out of the box to me. So I don't know what to think, man. Uh, I'm hoping he's not transferring. But if he is, then I mean, he's making way for Cameron Selden. He's making way for Peyton Lewis next year. 24 running back. Um, and I still got to like what we're doing. You know, I still like what we have um, in that running back room. So. I don't know. Let's go to the chat. It's only my boy Dylan in here. He's like, yo, you know, he says something that upset me about the Vandy game. Castles and Warren had a day. Where's that been all year, bro? Let, let me let's talk about that for a second. I haven't seen that offense since last year. What we did against Vanderbilt, we were able to do all year last year. And the frustrating part is you had a feeling we could do it again this year. But what was it that now everybody just trusts Joe Milton to go out and execute. Was it that Vanderbilt was just that bad that we were able to? You know, I, I'm just not sure what it was. I mean, Joe Milton went 22 of 33 for 383, four scores, no picks. He hasn't done that in his career. That was his highest career uh, yardage uh, game in his entire collegiate career. He threw for the most yards last night. And what's crazy is D. Sam had 10 touches yesterday. Jalen Wright only had 11. I'm just thinking about that, but whatever. Jabari only had four touches. I, it's hard for me to answer that question, Dylan, because this year has been just so strange overall. Overall, the year was weird. And then you go out the last game and look like you did in 22. It's just, I'm scratching my head on a lot of it, man. It just didn't make a lot of sense. So they had a great day. I mean, look, Cap McKellen Castles had three grabs. Jacob Warren had three grabs. Jacob Warren had 82 yards receiving and a score. Castles had a score. I mean, they played great. Dylan also said something of note. Jalen Wright did the exact same thing. This is talking going back to the Dylan Sampson transfer, transfer portal uh news um Jalen Wright did the same thing last year and he got a huge NIL deal maybe it's Sam falling in his footstep but he's a guy we can't lose to the portal yeah I agree I don't I don't think you can lose Dylan Samson to the portal and if you do like you don't like it but you gotta still like a the the potential of that room right like Jalen Wright can definitely go to the league this year but if he knows that Dylan Sampson's gone, like, does he come back and just get twice the carries? Because then you're going to have Cameron Selden, who's a sophomore, uh, Khalifa Keith, Deshaun Bishop. Then you got the young boy Peyton Lewis coming in. You, you know what I mean? It's kind of like what happens if Dylan Sampson does indeed transfer? I'm not sure it's the best thing for him to transfer unless it is an NIL deal. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's NIL and it's it's about the money, like, okay, that's that's a little different in my opinion. But it's hard for me to see him transition when he's had so much leadership and so much uh, so much given to him here at Tennessee. Um, he's worked for it. Like, don't get me wrong. He's worked for it. But there's just been so much that Samp has been a part of. And it's just hard for me to see him transition uh, after this. And then, you know, yeah, so – that's kind of where my head is about everything right now is you look you look great 
against Vanderbilt. And now we await, you know, what happens? What does Tennessee do here in the next week? You know, this time next week, where are we going to play? Um, I think we'll know a lot about that. Um, and yeah, so this year, let's let's talk about this year. Eight and four, not what we want it to be. I don't think us as fans are upset that we're eight and four. Again, we're upset at the way that we became eight and four. Every game we lost, we got busted, except Alabama, really, because Alabama, we were busting them and then had no answer for them in the second half. Just played terrible in the second half. If you could change one thing, like what would you have changed? You know, I had somebody ask me that question. Like if you could have changed one thing, what would you have changed? I think for me it's that I wouldn't have been so excited after we saw how good the defense was early. I think we were playing bad teams early and the defense was eating on them. Because in the back half of the year, the defense looked like the same defense that we've had. You know, you still got guys. James Pierce looked like a, a boy this year. Josh Josephs, I think, took a step back. Tyler Barron, he's going to go get paid next year in the draft. Had a great senior campaign. I do not expect Tyler Barron to come back to Tennessee next year. Um, There's guys, there's individuals that stick out to me. But as far as an entire defense, like it was still another underwhelming week, in my opinion. Like it was another, I say week, it was another underwhelming year. Uh, last year was unbelievable. So not, I'm not saying consecutive, right? But I am saying like, man, we were so excited. And I said nine and three at the beginning of the year. Um, I did not think we would, you know, win 10 games. I didn't think that. I just, you're going to take a step back. When, you, when you're building a program and you peak early, you have to expect a step to be taken backwards in that time frame. Like Kirby Smart didn't build this powerhouse in Georgia in three years. It took him until like year five, year six, and now he is absolutely growing and growing and just this is their third straight 12-0 season. Straight on the way to potentially three-peating. Has there ever, anybody let me know, has there ever been a three-peat? Has there ever been an NCAA, uh, like, has anybody ever won an NCAA championship in football three straight years? I don't think so, and this would be insane if they do because they could. They really can. New quarterback, new sit. It don't matter. Like they've built this program in a way that is sustainable. And that's why I'm like, ain't nobody really catching up to Georgia right now. Like they're as they're they're the, the, the way that they are built is like how Bama was in the 2010 to 2020 range. Like every year you knew you was going to get hit in the mouth. Like, you just knew. Like, man, we playing Bama. All right, we about to lose by 40. Like, you just knew that. Sorry, y'all. I had to get a little drink of water. You just knew that. And so now, this is that's how Georgia is. You know, you feel good. You're like, yeah, man, we, gonna get, we, get, we got Georgia. Yeah, we can get them. Nope. 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 Dylan says, I'm not mad at eight and four. <laughs> But getting stomped on the road has to stop next year. Still got to go to Oklahoma and Athens and cannot afford to fall flat like that again next year. You know, Dylan, I'm going to answer that one a little differently. I don't think we will. I think that we're going to have the offense next year 
as far as the quarterback position and the skill guys around them, right? Like Squirrel White's coming back, folks. <laughs> He's going to be number one wide receiver. Dante Thornton is coming back, people. He's going to have a full year under his belt in the system. I expect a completely different version of Dante Thornton in the year 2024 for Tennessee. I expect him to eat. Like, legitimately, I expect him and, and Squirrel White to do whatever they want next year. Caleb Webb, Chaz Nimrod's going to be a great wide receiver for Tennessee. I think Chaz has the most potential out of everybody. We know what Squirrel's going to do. Squirrel's going to do his thing. Uh, I think Chaz has the most upside because we've seen, man, like this, this dude is straight. Like Chaz straight, bro. He nice. Um, but I think the ultimate thing is having Nico. I think you see now, bro, just how, how just in control dude is, man. Like I ain't never seen a young cat like that. Just in control, man. Understanding different schemes, understanding different, different, like everything. He, it just feels like he understands football. And I love that. I like that leading into next year. Like, man, the confidence level for me is, is up there. I, I think we'll, we'll be good. I'm not saying 10 wins. I'm not saying nine wins right now. I told turn on the phone earlier last week. I said, man, I'm saying seven and five and I'm saying seven and five because I don't want to be upset. Now, as the year gets closer, we look at the we look at the schedule. We we don't know the non-conference games yet. But I was looking at the SEC schedule and there's only there's only three of those games that we could actually lose. Legit. And, and it's Alabama, it's Oklahoma and it's Georgia. Like those are the three games. And I'm like, ah, Tennessee might lose those games. But after that, I was like, I mean, I got to see non-conference. Like, who are we playing? We don't know. I got to see the non-conference schedule. Uh, but nobody's, nope. Oh, Dylan answered the question. He said, nobody has won three straight. Bama almost did it, and USC almost did it in the Pete Carroll days. Yeah, I thought so. I think Georgia's going to do it. They just got to, they have the roster, bro. The roster is what I'm talking about from Georgia. From all aspects of what they do, they have a deep roster and they can, one guy gets hurt, here's another guy. That guy gets hurt, shoot, here's another guy. Or shoot, we're going to rotate this guy to here and then put another five-star in on the D-line. Like, it doesn't matter. And one day when Tennessee gets to that point, we're going to be able to feel what that's like to just be very good all the time. That's what Georgia's doing right now. So, um. Back to back to kind of just talking about the year overall, like how you feel. And I don't know if I'm mad. I don't think I'm mad. I think I'm just more like, man, what could we have been? Right? Like you 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 look at the team and you just saw you saw how great Joe was in the Orange Bowl. And you just kind of expected him to come in and and do and produce the same way. And it just didn't happen. And a lot of it might have been coaching. A lot of it could have been him, like in between the ears, not understanding from, you know, what actually was going on and not being 100% confident in every move that he was going to make. We don't know that. We could be wrong, but we don't know what it was. And for us to not know what it was, it's hard to, you know, kind of critique it from a 10,000-foot view. And... I know we should have been better. I think we were definitely a nine-win team. You lose to Florida the way you lose to Florida. You lose to Missouri the way you lose to Missouri. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. 
I'm okay with a loss, but it's the way we look. We lost this year, y'all. It was, it was pitiful, pitiful. And so looking to 24, man, it's just how can this team build on road woes? Like, can we be better on the road? We're going to have to be. We're going to have to be better on the road. You got to go to Norman, like Dylan said. You got to go to Arkansas. You, you, you got some games you got to go win. Going to Oklahoma, going to Georgia, going to Arkansas, to Vandy. Like, nobody cares about Vandy, right? We're going to win the game. But still, like, these are things you have to you have to do. Like, we can't just talk about it. Like, we have to do it. So, I, I would not say this year was a failure. Let me say that right now. This year was not a failure. It was a disappointment. And that's the best way to explain it from my point of view. I don't think that Tennessee did anything wrong. I don't think that we were just like God awful. I think that then in games we did bad things and it cost us. And it, you know, playing on the road was the woe this year. We didn't lose to anybody that was not the number one team in the country at Neyland Stadium, right? But you go on the road and you just struggled all year, bruh. All year. You struggled. Even at Kentucky, man, we had opportunities to blow them out. They beat Louisville yesterday, which is crazy. And, you you know, you barely come out of Lexington with a win. It's just weird. Just a weird year. Disappointment. Disappointing year. But not a failure. Still a great year, man. Only the fourth eight and four season since 2004. Josh Heupel's our guy, man. And I think that we have to build from it. And I think we will. You know, this is a great explanation right here from Dylan. He says, this is a bridge year. We caught lightning in a bottle last year. And next year is when Hype's recruiting catches up to getting on the field. This year was the dead zone between Pruitt's and transfer between Pruitt's transfer outs. Yeah, I agree. That's exactly right. This was the year where almost 100% of the guys Pruitt either lost in the portal or who he recruited and they stayed. This was the last year that all of those people stayed. Like, this is their last year. And so now you're going to have a roster full of Josh Heupel guys. You know, you might have one or two little stragglers or whatever, but these are Heupel's guys now. And we get to see the fullness of his body of work here in the next few few years, man. So I excited and ready to see who we play in the bowl game. I was going. I'm not going anymore. I'm not paying to go see, you know, I, I can't wait. Hopefully Nico plays. I, I don't know if anybody watched the post game presser. Joe Milton, McAllen Castles and Jacob Warren. But Joe said, you know, they said, what legacy did you want to leave? And Joe said, you know, I, I wanted to leave my legacy, yada, yada, yada. He said, Basically, I hope the legacy, you know, I hope my legacy was left and it's felt. And, you know, I can now pass it to my boy, Nico. That's what he says to end it. And that made me think, is Joe Milton playing in the bowl game? Like, is he not going to play in the bowl game? I hope not. Uh, not not like, oh, man, Joe, I don't want you to play. But, man, if he doesn't, man, you could let Nico play the whole game. Give Nico full college snaps in a game that really doesn't matter for you know, like his number, like he can still be red shirted. 
cook me up, bro. Play Nico for the whole game. That would be amazing. I hope that that happens. That would be absolutely amazing. But we await and we see what's going to happen, man. Let's talk about some Tennessee hoops. Man, that Maui Invitational was, man, it was tough. Tennessee loses to the number one and the number two team in the country. Um, They lost to Purdue. They lost to Kansas back-to-back days. I think once we got to the Kansas game, we were just tired, man. We were tired. Going back to football real quick, Dylan says, Nico needs this bowl game. Get all the experience he can against a good opponent. Absolutely, bro. That's what I hope. I hope he gets it. Um, but this week, man, Tennessee Hoops, man, head to Chapel Hill on Wednesday, man, to play the North Carolina Tar Heels. It's a big game, bro, for the Vols. Um, bouncing back from, like I said, the Maui game, you get, you go out, you handle Syracuse, beat them by 17, and then you lose to Purdue by four, and then to um, you, you lose to um, 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 Kansas by nine. It was just a strange game. We went through our shooting woes again. I thought that was over, but we went through it again, and so – that was kind of frustrating, but I'm, I'm hoping that it's early season kinks, right? Zakai Ziegler is not playing very well right now, playing very sloppy, out of control, coming back from his knee injury. Santiago Vescovi finally hits the, the dang, hits some jumpers on Wednesday against uh, Kansas. Uh, he was a leading scorer that night, but I don't know, man. I, I think leading into this Wednesday, you get North Carolina, right? And then you transition, you get back to Knoxville the next week, and you get somebody trash. You get George Mason on December 5th, and then you get to play again on that Saturday, and you got Illinois in Knoxville. Like, that's going to be a good game. And then after that, that's December 9th, then you look up in Tuesday, Tennessee then gets to play Georgia Southern. Then they look up again Saturday in a neutral site game. They have NC State. At in Santana in San Antonio, Texas. Then you go ahead and you look forward to the next week. Tennessee gets Tarleton State. Somebody trash back in Knoxville. And then it's Christmas, man. And then Tennessee has a massive, and I mean massive game. Their next biggest game. They 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 get you get to January. Fast forward a little bit. SEC play starts on January 6th. Their last tune-up game before SEC play is North Folk, North Folk State. They're at TBA, and then they get Ole Miss on that Saturday, January 6th. So it's here. It is officially here. So um, <laughs> Dylan says we're getting March Rick Barnes in November. So hopefully we get November Barnes in March. Come on now. Come on now. Seasons change. Does the coaching. <laughs> it should. This is his best team by far, other than the Admiral Grant, Kyle year. Like, this is Barnes' best roster, top to bottom. Everybody solid. They got to get the pieces together and figure this thing out because I think if they can, oh my gosh, the sky's the limit. We're gonna start having we're gonna start having a lot more basketball talks, obviously, because we're not gonna be talking a ton of football. Um, we'll be on tomorrow. I'm gonna drop a video tomorrow. Um, no midweek chat this week. We'll be back on Friday for the one more day, which is really not the one more day. It's chopped up Friday again, man, because uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the SEC championship. But we're really going to be starting to talk more hoops, recruiting, little things like that. So this is part of the season that I love and hate. It's like, man, dang, football's over. 
but you get to start talking recruiting, transfer portal, all of these things that are coming up, and I'm very excited about it. But we got a good basketball team there in Knoxville, y'all. So it's something to be excited about. If you don't, if you haven't seen this team play, you need to go watch this team play. I think that you will be surprised, pleasantly surprised, with how good this team is. Check them out Wednesday against the North Carolina Tar Heels. Y'all, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to the Straight Up Tennessee family. I appreciate y'all, man. Like, y'all keep rocking with me, keep rocking with us, and it's just, it, it's been so much fun. So, um, we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep rolling through this offseason. So, how the offseason works is, this is our last live next day show until the bowl game. Uh, we'll be live on Monday nights. Uh, we will, at times, depending on news, we'll do a Wednesday show. But if not, we're going to start hitting our Monday night live, and then we're going to have a Friday show. We're going to get two shows a week uh, for the foreseeable future. Obviously, the week of the bowl game, uh, we'll do just like we normally do, man. We'll do Sunday. We'll do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But with basketball season, there's a lot of games in between the weeks. And sometimes when I shoot the show or record the show, it's during the game. And so I'm just going to alleviate all of that this year. Um, and clean it up and really make it cool. We're going to have some special guests, a lot of basketball dudes. Stephen Cauley will be back. Lance Asher will be back. We'll have my boy Aaron Korn. Uh, He'll hop on. He is a basketball guru. Love talking hoops with him. We'll have him on the show. Uh, and, and, and some surprises, too. Some surprises, too. Uh, so it's going to be a good basketball season. It's time to turn our eyes to it uh, and get excited for this basketball team coached by Rick Barnes. So, Y'all have a great Sunday, man. We'll see you back tomorrow uh, just for Chop It Up. You know, it's a Monday rundown. We're just going to chop it up, have a good time, talk about some things, talk about more updates. And then from there, we'll see you on Friday, man. Uh, I move, actually. So I uh, might not actually see you Friday this week. I don't know. We might. We might still do something. We might do something. I might just not be in the same setup, like looking, you know, looking pristine and stuff. I might just have to hold my mic and, and do it that way. So. We'll see how that goes, man. But we love y'all. Appreciate it, man. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell notification right now. Apple and Spotify, thank you for tapping in with us. It's your boy, Ruck. And y'all already know what it is, man. It's straight up Tennessee, baby. Join the channel. 99 cents a month. What we doing? Love y'all, man. See y'all tomorrow.